You're listening to the New Earth Mavens podcast with spiritual guides and way showers, Jackson Fanny. These marvelous mavens will remind you of what you forgot to remember that you've known all along. We are energy, we are one, and we are the answer. So pour your favorite cup of something and get strapped in. This roller coaster is leaving the station. Welcome, everyone, to the New Earth Mavens podcast. I'm Fanny. I'm Jax. So Jax and I met about six months ago. And after only meeting for an hour and a half, we decided we wanted to do a podcast, although we are in completely different countries. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) So you're looking like summer. I'm looking like winter. That's right. And we got the marvels of technology to allow us to do this at the same time. I think that's fantastic. The thing is, we do think the same. Not a lot of people were interested in some of the things we had to say until a friend and neighbor decided that you and I needed to meet because we had something that we we could really do together. And honestly, I feel so empowered since we've met. We've really got something that might be helpful to people going through all the stuff we're going through right now. And so we're going to give it a whirl. So here we are. We're starting our podcast and we're so grateful to listeners for for tuning in. Absolutely. And away we go. What are we talking about today? We're going to talk about the Great Awakening. I know there's been a lot of people talking about it. There is some importance of us understanding what it is. Before we go into this and the idea of a new earth that may be emerging from everything, we want to first of all put our hearts out to Everybody who is going through really difficult times right now, we acknowledge you, we feel you, we hear you. Very much, Fanny. It's really important to us that we acknowledge how difficult this time is for so many people. And we just want to share a little light. Yes, that would be nice, wouldn't it? It's the least we can do. I do want to mention as far as people supporting others is our Canadian truckers. The Canadian spirit is really coming through loud and clear. It's pulling Canadians together. And this is what we need. This is what we need to get through this. We need to become a united humanity. And it has been very sad in Canada. And this hope, this light that's drawing people together, peaceful, protesting, embracing one another. As I understand it, people are giving the truckers money for gas and they're feeding them. And I mean, it's just, it's absolutely brilliant. I can't tell you how excited I am for Canadians and for getting this movement It's just going to be so big and powerful. So it's very exciting. Oh, it is. Now, do you remember the Olympics? Do you remember the 2010 Olympics? It started out with the competitor dying on the loose course. It was one of the first things. And people were horrified. Canadians were horrified. And it looked like it was going to be a bad Olympics. And then we had Jose, the skater. Her mom passed away. And it seemed like it was just really starting to crumble. Then we had Alex. He did the moguls. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. And then his brother with Down syndrome and the excitement that came from that win. And then all of a sudden Canada was on fire. Yeah. And and the whole country had this spirit that was palpable. The whole country felt this way. And it ended up being the greatest Olympics of all time. And I feel some of that spirit now, right? Exactly. How do we get that spirit back? But I think it's the truckers that are going to do it. I think so too. 
This year is going to be pivotal as well. It's not going to be the same year as the last two. It's going to be a year of revelation and revolution. Absolutely. And so we're going to watch this unfold. In the meantime, let's talk about where we're at in the world with this great awakening and why it's important that we understand it. What One of the things that you'll find is that Fanny and I have been referred to as conspiracy theorists. Fanny, what's the difference between a conspiracy theory and the truth? Oh, about six weeks to a year. Exactly. <laughs> Not you much know, more. I remember going on about they're going to make masks mandatory, vaccines mandatory and all that. And everybody's like, there's no way, there's no way you're a conspiracy theorist. And then boom, of course, that all comes to be truth. And so- Yeah. Just wait a little while. (laughs) We've been around long enough. It started with JFK when he was assassinated and some people asking big questions like this doesn't make sense. What about this? What about that? And they're going, yeah, conspiracy theory. And it just made everybody turn away from seeking the truth. It it, um, ridiculed them. It just made people not want to look into it anymore. As you say, conspiracy theorists, it makes people run away. But we know it means truth. So why don't we talk about the history? Like this isn't the first great awakening, right, Fanny? The first one that happened after the pilgrims came to the States and they were all God-fearing, but they were very poor. Lo and behold, they found the American dream and they started developing wealth and riches. And of course, as is probably the case for a lot of people, they start turning away from their faith because they're busy acquiring that becomes their new God. Preachers who came along worked really hard on turning everybody back around again. And then it happened again and again. It almost seems cyclical that people have faith and then they turn away because they go after the riches. That's what's happening right now as well, too, isn't it? We're being brought back to our basics about what really matters to us as humans. What is important? Is the stuff important? Is chasing this ideal of beauty important? Is acquiring things important? Once you start to have your freedoms removed, you realize very quickly what's important. Family, love, safety, good food, access to clean water. These are all really basic things that we take for granted. And now that there's restrictions around a lot of things, all of a sudden we're going, oh, what really matters? What really should I be spending? It's not stuff. What really matters is never stuff. It's about keeping your family safe, being happy, being free. Boy, I'll tell you, really, when you start getting your freedoms taken away, you really start paying attention. Slowly but surely, now we've really been conditioned for, I'd say centuries. So we've been conditioned to think certain ways, behave certain ways, and have a certain amount of fear that governs us and makes us behave the way they want us to. Oh gosh, like what, Jax? Like the the, the lab coat. Well, it comes back to our childhood. Once you start watching TV, we're, we're kids of the 60s. So we started watching TV. We had no idea that we were being programmed. And then you enter the school system yeah. and you're taught to follow the same agendas, not to critically think, not to question, to believe all the lab coats and the clergy and the teachers. Right. It, it, it's just a conditioning program. And I certainly have been quite a conformist my whole life, funny enough, until the last few years where it just doesn't make sense to me anymore to conform. There's just too many questions that need answered. Yes. I was that question everything little punk who uh, got into trouble all the time because of it. And I remained that little punk and I'm really glad for it because I remember sitting in church as a 10 year old and the priest saying, gays are going to go to hell. And I'm sitting there going, no, God is love. And I 
I knew that. And I think kids are really smart too. And they're going to see what's going on right now. But that's right. Maybe the best thing to do for our listeners would be go into our understanding of awakening because there's a stage that unfortunately the majority of humanity are still at, right? We call it the still asleep phase. And we don't mean that as judgment because we were all asleep not so long ago, maybe a little bit longer ago for you, Fanny, but certainly for me, it's only been a few years that I've really been questioning everything in my life. I think that there's still a sleep phase is you believe that mainstream media has your best interest at heart. You, you take yeah. it as truth. You take it as gospel. You obey all the instructions from the trusted sources. And you don't understand why yeah. anybody would question it because science is science and it's all laid out for us. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. It, it it's, it's where you're at. We would like to challenge people to start to question and start to awaken, but everybody's journey is unique. So it's okay if you're a little further along the awakening stage and some important people in your life are not. Let's just allow everyone to come along in their own pace and their own time without judging them. And I think that's the biggest thing that we have to understand for light workers is that we have to leave these people be. Now, it, it's a big deal because really our freedoms are being taken away. And I totally get how we really wanted people to know. We wanted them to wake up. We thought they'd be really happy that they got this information. Oh, good. Now I understand. Now I know what to do. We're going to stop this thing. And so it was pretty disheartening that that wasn't going to happen. But we realized that is how it needs to be. People do wake up on their own time. But eventually you start asking the questions. And you start doing some research. And in that, there's something that sparks your curiosity. And with that new research sparks something else. And next year, you're deep diving down rabbit holes. Yeah. A lot of the stuff you find out isn't necessarily what you're going to be happy about. And that's the the second phase. You go from the asleep phase to the waking up phase. So you're starting to ask questions. You're starting to realize that some things don't make sense to you. So you're questioning the narrative. Mostly it happens when you're personally affected. Like, let's say you're a small business owner and you have a restaurant and you're shut down for the second, third, fourth time. Like that's when you start to ask questions, when it becomes personal, when it's you that's affected and your family is affected, then you start to wake up and question the narrative and wonder what's going on. Right. Yeah. They got everybody just drowning in fear. That was really strategic because when you're in fear, you lose your logic, you lose your common sense, which was very obvious, but it's a tactic, a tactic of war, if I may. And so eventually when people start asking the big questions, what they discover is once they do start waking up, because once you start, you can't stop, you become more empowered than in fear pretty angry too, then hopefully use that anger to fuel yourself to do something about it. I took a really deep dive when I woke up to particularly this COVID agenda. Mm -hmm. I took a really deep dive and I researched like mad for weeks and weeks and found a lot of dark stuff. I was so angry and I felt Mm -hmm. like it was my job to tell everybody what was going on and how I saw it and look at this research. And I was shocked that 99% of people were just like, no way, Jax, 
We don't want to hear it. We don't want to know it. You're a lunatic. We just don't want to hear from you. And I I was literally suffering because I couldn't believe that nobody would want to know what I had found out. To me, it was critical information on the financial system, on the ruling elite, the Rothschilds, the, the crimes of the big pharma mafia, like everything that's going on, the way our educational system is set up, like all of these things that I just didn't understand. It just moved me to a level of empowerment, like sort of to take charge to go, okay, like we need to turn this around. But since then I've mellowed and I've probably pissed off a bunch of people, but I've settled down now. Don't worry if you're, if you're like we are, and you're starting to wake up, you're becoming more involved in what's going on in the world. Try really hard not to judge those that are not there yet. It's okay wherever they're at. You do your journey. You validate yourself. You become more empowered and you walk that journey. And let's just love everybody for where they're at. And sometimes loving them for where they're at is just not being involved in their life for now. I got to say, and it's just really occurring to me now, that the wide awakes, I mean, that's not for sissies. (laughs) It takes a lot to be wide awake because you do find all of a sudden no one wants to listen to you and people you really care about and respect turn their backs on you. So people who are wide awake out there, what we're talking about, it's very distressing. It it totally comes out from left field. We never expected things would be that way, but it is part of being awake. And having said that, I wouldn't trade it for anything. How about you? No, I feel the same, Fanny. I feel like, honestly, my life finally made sense when I became awakened. And I realized that we are so much more than this physical body. I've always had a connection to God, for sure. But I mostly believed I was just a physical being. But now I understand that I am purely an energetic being that's living inside this human body and having this human experience. And so when you can shift to that kind of understanding, your connection to your higher self, to God, to source becomes so profound that it guides you in every step that you make. You check in every day. Does this feel good? Does it resonate? Is this the path that I'm supposed to be on? Not saying I don't screw up and say and do the wrong thing. Of course, we're human. But every day is about learning about what my greater calling is and what my higher self's journey is for. And I do believe this is why we're in this awakening stage to pull us all up to this higher level of humanity and kindness and love. And I really, truly believe that we all want to be here for this, that before we came to earth, we said, I want to do this. I have this gift. I have this strength. I want to experience this thing. And Sometimes I think that's why we have such a big population is there's so many people who want to be here to experience this right now, but for whatever you're going through or whatever your whole life has entailed, because we've all been through difficulties and everything else like that, we've wanted this. And just think about the things that we have gone through, the adversities and how they do make you grow. You don't grow without it. It's been way too soft for people for the last, I don't know couple decades anyways, right? I think a lot of uh, the younger generation is a is a good indication of that, but they're also really brilliant. And if mm-hmm. they catch on fire, they're going to really change everything. Right? I think so. 
our little star seeds that are just awakening and these beautiful children that are coming yeah. in with these incredibly open souls that don't yeah. understand a world of deceit and they don't oh. understand a, a fake world based on greed and and unkindness to one another. They simply don't understand that world and they will bring this new world to us. We're yeah. the mavens mm -hmm. that are here to guide a younger collective to come into this time of awakening. It, yeah. It's very uncomfortable right now, Fanny, right? But where we're going is so incredibly powerful. It is amazing. And I do think this is what this great awakening is about because it's obvious the old world is crumbling around us and people need to not be afraid of that. It's never going to go back to normal again, but it's crumbling because it's making way for the new, this new earth that we've talked about. I remember seeing how this dystopian world and this new earth was getting closer and closer together. And what I realized was going to bridge them is the great awakening. Yeah. And for me, I look at two different analogies. I look at the 3D earth, everything we can touch, feel, taste. What's very physical is yeah. where most people are at. Yeah. And all of the systems that support the current 3D earth are crumbling. Schools, medical, governments, financial systems, they are all in the process of crumbling as we're building the 5D earth. It's, it's going to be like a rosebud growing out of the ashes of yeah. the 3D earth. And in the 5D earth, we are connected to spirit. We are all working towards always living in love and grace, wanting to do better for yourself on the backs of somebody else failing. This isn't going to be a thing in 10 or 20 years. Like, no. like we're not going to know, understand that anymore. No, that's you know? true. The idea of it is so tremendous. Um, what's going to happen. And what's even more cool is that it's happening mm -hmm. right now. As mm -hmm. things collapse, we're seeing some new things come out. Now, I remember people talking about these med beds. So I started looking them up. Oh my God, they're real. Yeah. Tesla's got one. There's different yeah. companies. It, it's mm -hmm. tremendous. The, it's vibrational healing yeah. is my understanding. Yeah. And vibration is everything because everything is energy, frequency, and vibration, according to Tesla. So we're going to really learn about that in this new 5D world, how everything is really about frequency. Absolutely. It's so exciting. It's, it's so exciting. It's so exciting. It's it's crazy. And the other analogy that I use when I'm trying to explain to others how this 5D earth is forming, you have to think of it right now that we're in a very uncomfortable time of labor pains. Labor is particularly uncomfortable and it takes time. And it's this squeezing and squeezing and squeezing to the point you don't think you could take it anymore. And I think yeah. this is where we are. We're just in the early stages of the pains. So yeah. we just want to get across to our listeners like we understand it's uncomfortable. We feel it. We see it. We, we, we empathize with you. But if you can just hold that line and try to live in love and grace, we are going to get through this in a couple of more years. And yeah. I swear it's going to be worth all of the pain that we've gone through. Yes. This it's really important. People don't see themselves as victims. It's a very yes. low vibrational energy. Everything that's happening to us is meant to make us grow is meant to open our hearts and our souls and to bring us into this new world that is beckoning us. Now, I don't think it's going to necessarily happen overnight. It might take years, but we're going to get evidence of it really soon. It's my understanding, again, because we're all made of energy that vibrate at a particular frequency, which is what determines what we are, Absolutely everything is going to be alive in the fifth dimension. 
yeah. rocks and insects. Sure, they're alive, but we're going to really see their life force. That's why animals won't be eaten and everything will be loved and revered and looked after. And mm-hmm. it'll be really, really easy to do. Oh, it's, it's so crazy. Fascinating. I'm so excited. I've got, I've got a daughter, a daughter-in-law and a niece, all teachers in the school system. And I know they would be so on board with a new type of educational system that's based on love and none of the government dogma. I know some of you might think we're talking sort of fanciful, dreamy stuff, but when you start to live your life, not as a victim, as you said, Fanny, and you start to live in loving kindness to yourself and those around you, blessings come to you beyond anything that you could have imagined. As a recap, Fanny, we were talking about the great awakening today. The three stages are you're still asleep. You're starting to get curious. You're waking up. And then you did some deep dives and you're wide awake questioning everything and just probably pretty PO'd about the way the world is right now. Yes. So and having I lost kinda, everybody pretty much because yeah, only a couple of people stick around, but not to be disheartened because it is all part of the process. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so how do we get through some of these days? It's usually nature that we talk about. Nature yeah. is so yeah. soothing to a ruffled spirit just being loving and kind to others. I have many moments of struggle, but yeah. go outside for a walk, meditate. You can walk and meditate. Yeah. You can swim so and good. meditate. Quiet your mind. Listen to the higher messages that are coming in. Yeah. And the other thing help. we talk about a lot, Fanny, is being the observer, right? Yes. Be, and being the observer of your life, being aware of your thoughts, aware of your actions so that you can quickly correct them or ch- shift them into higher frequencies, higher love light energy. Yes. Witness your life. That's absolutely right. And then you're not in it. You are watching it and you can be objective about it. There are some really cool things and meditation. What I really liked too, when I was learning is I use the breath, the breathe for four and out for four. And then you just kind of focus on that. And that really helps reduce some chatter too. That's what we have for you today. Yeah. So we have our next episode coming up. And that's going to be on what, Jax? Truth. Truth from fiction. Right? That's a tough one. Really something. It's going to be a really good episode. I hope you tune in because you really have control over this whole thing. You have everything you need within you, don't we? Yes. Yeah. Well, and that's what we have to learn, right? For sure. For sure. We'll get there. But in the meantime, until then, please subscribe if you've enjoyed this podcast. Understand that Jax and I are mavens. We are not credentialed anything, but we have wisdom. We have guidance. And this is purely for entertainment and information, isn't it, Jax? We have the credential of many decades of life experiences. Like all humans, we've struggled many times in our lives. And I do believe that's why we've become awakened is through the struggle. And that's why you're asking questions. And just know the struggle is a gift, even though it doesn't feel like it. It you pulls you out. to a higher level. And like you say, you'll come out the other side, right? You will. Better, you will. stronger, more empowered, healthier. Yeah. We can attest that we came out the other side. So you will too. Until next time, I really hope you enjoyed this episode. And uh, we'll see you on what day do we upload, Jax? Well, we upload Friday. I had such a good time today. It flew by so fast. Me too. We never have enough time to chat. I really look forward to the next time. So until next week, everybody, take care. Have a wonderful week. 
Goodbye, everyone. You have just listened to the New Earth Mavens podcast with Jackson Fanning. We're so glad you've joined us today. Follow us for more inspiration on Instagram at New Earth Mavens and find the latest podcast with video and our blog at www.NewEarthMavens.com. Remember to join us next week for another awe-inspiring episode. Thanks for listening.